0: Okay, hey everyone, it's time for Vash Congoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 159, season seven. And today's date is August 28th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. On today's program, I will talk about community discount stores. Uh, and and the next uh, topic I will discuss is Irv Kup- Kupsenand. I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> I have a trouble. It's Irv Kup- Kupsenen. And uh, he was a uh, columnist for the Chicago Sun-Times for mostly of his entire life, and he had his own uh, TV talk show. I will talk about my memories about him and his biography. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. This program is brought to you by Nestle's Stripper triple decker chocolate candy bar (laughs) oh i missed this one i really did i had this when i was a kid so here's a commercial from 1969 so sit back and enjoy everyone thank you one day in nestle's chocolate land little hans was hungry for a sandwich i was on my lunch hour and that's when he invented nestle's triple decker bar he took a slice of dark chocolate, creamy white fudge, and a slice of milk chocolate, and made a sandwich. Three layers, three times the flavor, and he called it Ham on a Ride. Right? No, Nestle's Triple Decker Bar. Oh, that's a good name too. <laughs> I'm glad I thought of it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. Alda must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters, and. What do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for uh, Nestle's triple decker chocolate candy bar. Uh, I love this candy. I remember this candy bar very much when I was little. Uh, it consisted of milk, uh, dark chocolate, milk, cho- uh, white fudge and milk chocolate on top. It was, uh, available in the 1960s and until the, uh, early seventies. And then they yanked it. I don't know why. <laughs> I loved it when I was a kid, when I lived in Rose, in the Roseland neighborhood on the South side in Chicago. My mother bought this candy bar for me and I think she bought it in Kreskies, right next to Gateley's People's Store. And uh it was good. I like that. Uh, on the commercial, if you recognize the guy who's speaking, uh Hans, that's actor Paul Fries who did Boris Bad Enough on Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> he was on a lot of TV shows, did a lot of voice. He was uh seemed like a nice guy. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I will talk about uh, community discount stores in Chicago. Also, I will talk about Irv Cups in it. Uh, if I have trouble uh, saying his last name, I'll say, I'll call him Cup. You know, I'll do that because he was well known as that. Okay, so here we go. We're going to talk about uh, community discount stores first. Okay, so uh, that was founded like uh, in probably the late 1950s and it was founded by a man named Lawrence Goodman. Uh, they call him Larry sometimes like that. And uh, he he uh, opened some uh, army surplus stores and uh, then it quickly turned into a community discount store. And according to his obituary in the Chicago Sun Times or no, I'm no, I'm sorry, the Chicago Tribune. Forgive me. <clears throat> that was uh he did some live uh, commercials during the 1950s uh and he hosted a, a show called Outer Space Quiz and I tried to research that I can't find anything of that uh someone mentioned on Facebook on one of on one of the uh groups and said that uh he also hosted a show called action theater or community action theater maybe he did so i looked at uh, i researched that and it was uh, in the tv guide called action theater it must have been that because they showed uh they showcased old western old western movies and also gene autry uh westerns Is that and also produced the Flash Gordon series. Uh, there was Flash Gordon was big back then. Uh, they were in the movie. Uh, they were in the movies first with Buster Crab, and then they were then they transferred to television. And uh, I think he did that. I believe he did. Yeah. And then, um, then, then during the sixties, they expanded to more stores. And then in the spring of nineteen sixty-eight, uh. The company uh, bought out Shopper's World, which I discussed at a previous uh, podcast episode. And they all converted into that until all the way at the end, around 1980, 1981. That's when it went out of business. Uh, I don't know the real reason, you know, because uh, because uh, Larry, uh, Larry Goodman, um, he was in the uh, he had a, re- a commercial real estate firm, so he operated office buildings, shopping centers. He was a very wealthy man, but he I heard he was uh, very generous. You know, he, he had a lot of charities, and uh, unfortunately, he passed away on August uh, 2nd, 2019. He was 95 years old, oh, long life. So I found an ad from the Chicago Tribune. It was from December 28th, 1968. And uh, so I'm going to read off the stores, uh, the store locations. And some of them were converted, uh, the shoppers, I'm sorry, the shopper world, uh, shoppers world stores were converted into community. So if I read off the, the addresses, you probably recognize them and you probably remember where, you know, where you grew up, you probably seen that. Okay. So here we go. Here's the ones in the city. Uh, There was one at 6440 Fullerton Avenue. That's at Narragansett and Grand, right near the Brickyard Mall on the north side. The other one was at 47th and Halstead on the south side. I I found a picture of that, and they had a huge grand opening from what I've been told. That was a big deal back then. And the other one was at Damon and Jackson, South Damon, on the west side. Also on the north side on Milwaukee Avenue at Foster and Central. And also there was a, another one. This one a lot of people remember was at uh, Lawrence and Harlem. And that's probably near uh, Harlem and Irving. about a little north, but I think it moved uh, that way. That's, uh, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, also at Belmont and Clark on the north side in the Lakeview uh, neighborhood in Chicago, 3161 North Clark Street. And the other one was at Lincoln Avenue and Devon Avenue and McCormick. where That was a shopper's world. And I think it opened in 1962, 61, 62, around there. There's a photo of that. And also it was at uh, Tui and Clark on in the Rogers Park neighborhood, 7212 North Clark Street. Now on the south side, this is... Uh, Southeast side, this was located East 87th Street and Greenwood Avenue near Stony Island Avenue. Now, I have a I have a friend. He's my best friend. And he, one time we talked, he called me and he asked me, Pete, do you remember Community Store? And I said, yes. And I said, my mother took me to this store when I was little because he lived in an area at the time in the 60s. And, uh, and I said, yeah. So I said, yes. And, uh, and he asked me, can you do a podcast episode of that? Cause he's been listening. I said, sure. Why not? You know, I was going to do one later, but I figured, nah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, as a favor of him. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Uh, next up was at near Midway airport at 56th street and Cicero Avenue. Now that was a shopper's world. That was a Shopper's World store. I have a photo of that. I posted that uh, recently. And there were junior discount stores, and there were four locations in the city. One was at 35th and South Halstead. The other one was at North Avenue and Pulaski Road on the north side. Also at Chicago Avenue and Ashland, probably near Goldblatt's. I don't know if it is the Goldblatt store. I'm not sure. And the other one was at uh, Irving Park in Harlem. So I'm not sure about this. Maybe this was the original one, but now it's a small store. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. And in the suburbs, uh, one was at Mount Prospect, Illinois, at Rand Road and Elmhurst Road. The other one was at Melrose Park, uh, North Avenue and Fifth Avenue, in Niles, Illinois, 7225 West Dumpster, and also Two in the suburb of Cicero. One is at 32nd in South Cicero, right near the Bel Air Drive-in. And the other one was at Surmac Road and Austin Boulevard. And then uh, in Villa Park uh, that borders Orkbrook Terrace at Roosevelt Road and Summit Road. Summit Roads, right there. Also on the uh, southern suburbs was at Harvey, Illinois, at 148th Street and Dixie Highway. That's near uh, the Dixie Square Mall. And the other one was at Chicago Heights, Route 30 and Western Avenue. And uh, I think that's Lincoln Highway, I think, that's probably. And uh, on the, the other one in the Western Suburbs was in Lombard at 1141 South Main Street, and to the Southwest Suburbs in Oak Lawn and 97th and Cicero. And in Chicago Ridge, Illinois, at 6400 West 95th Street, right across the street, where is now Chicago Ridge Mall, right near my home. Um, my mother shopped there maybe once. I think she shopped the one in Chicago Ridge, or it could be Oklahoma. i got to double check when she gets home. But I believe that's the one in Chicago Ridge. She went there, and she remembered a little bit. She bought a few things there. She liked the store very much. There's a photo of that. I have a photo of that, of that location in Chicago Ridge, and there was an A&P. Okay, and uh, and there were some out-of-state, uh, for example, in Highland, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, also in Aurora, Illinois. That's not out-of-state. That's uh, out in the boonies <laughs> like that, and also at uh, Decatur, Illinois, downstate, and two in Wisconsin, one in Kenosha, one in RC. Okay. Okay, right now I'm going to play a commercial for Community Stores, and this is a Christmas commercial. This is the only one I can find on youtube and this is courtesy of uh fuzzy TV run that runs by uh rick klein thank you rick for the commercial and uh i credit you <laughs> so here is the com- so sit back and enjoy the commercial for community stores thank you everyone Community stretches the dollar to make it the biggest buck in Chicago with a sensational community rebate program. Imagine with every $5 purchase, you get a $1 rebate. For example, spend $50 and you get $10 in community rebate certificates to spend in any one of 72 great departments. It all means more gift giving with more savings on our already low everyday discount prices. It's a Christmas exclusive only at Community. Shop Community, where you can stretch your Christmas dollar. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Community Discount World or Discount Stores. Um, like I said uh, earlier that uh, uh, they closed up around 1980, 1981, and uh, back then in the late 50s and the 60s and the 70s, you know, there was huge uh, and fierce competition between discount stores. Like in the 60s, for example, there was Tops. Discount store, remember that? Uh, There was Shopper's World, which I mentioned. Also, Turnstile, Zare. In the 70s was Venture. Uh, Those were big back then. Uh, There's also Kmart. That's gone too. And uh, now we have Target and uh, Walmart. Same thing, same exact thing. To be honest with you, I like Target better than Walmart. Walmart's okay. You know, because, uh, I can find, sometimes I can't find things at Walmart and so I go to Target and sometimes if I want something at Target, I go to Walmart. That's how it is. (laughs) I'm sure it's happened to everybody. (laughs) So that's, uh, so when I posted that I was going to talk about community discount stories on my, on Facebook, uh, people got excited also on Twitter, you know, and, uh, and they also got excited about my, um, my next subject I will talk about, which is Herb Cupsonet. I will call him Cups sometimes. And uh, that man was larger in life. You know, he was, uh, he was in our lives for, for a long time. Uh, probably kids today don't, don't know who he is or who he was. You know, you have to ask your parents or your grandparents. But uh, he was everywhere. He wrote a column in the Chicago Sun Times uh, almost all his life. Uh, he had his own TV show, which uh, I will go into more detail in a moment. So, first off, I'm going to talk about his biography. Okay, so here we go. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Irving Kupcinet was born on July 31st, 1912, and uh, but he was his nickname was Cup. And his cup column was uh, was launched in 1943. long time. And uh, it was there until the day he died. (laughs) It was there. And uh, he was born on the west side in the North Lawndale neighborhood. And uh, let's see. He won a football scholarship to Northwestern University. But, you know, I mean, he know played football. I have no idea. And uh, then he w- transferred to the University of North Dakota, uh, according to, uh, I don't know the reason why. And then uh, in ni- after he graduated college, he's, he was signed up for the Philadelphia Eagles in 1935. And then he got injured. So uh, that ended his football career. And then he took a job as a sports writer for the Chicago Daily News in 1935. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, he also wrote, while he was writing a sports column, he wrote a uh, people section of the paper, and it was called Cups Column. And then uh, then the uh, the Chicago, there was, you have the Sun-Times, but it was also called the Chicago Sun, and then you have the Daily News, and they merged And it became the Chicago Sun-Times. So he was there already. And uh, he switched. Somebody suggested, why don't you not just concentrate on just sports? Just do about what's going on in Chicago. You know, like a gossip columnist, like famous ones like Hedda Hopper and Dorothy Kilgallen and, you know, all these other famous ones. Um, They were one was, Hedda Hopper was based in Hollywood, and Dorothy King Allen was based in New York. So it was the same thing. Oh, Walter Winchell, like that. I heard somewhere he, he butted heads with him, but it's another story. <laughs> and uh, it was not just uh, Chicago Times. It also was distributed to other uh, newspapers around the world. And he talked about the nightlife of Chicago, gossip, even political gossip. Sometimes, and uh, let's see. And then he appeared on television, and is uh, let's see the uh, one of the earliest TV shows he hosted and was on WGN TV in 1950. It was called Request Performance. I didn't know that. It was a variety show, and he had guests and all that. I don't know how how long it lasted. Maybe about a couple of years, I imagine. And then he started uh, once I was over, then he uh go he went into television talk show. He went, to, he went into that gen genre. Uh he was first on WBBM channel two. I think he had a host of the shows right hosted a show right uh, hosted, hosted a show, a show <laughs> after the news, and uh and uh, he did that and um in 1959, I think 58 or 59, uh, he he's started hosting a show called At Random. And uh, he also um, that started a cup show. It was called that later on, like that. And it ran for a long time, a long, long time. And uh, also I want to point out that he... Uh, he did radio broadcasts for the Chicago Bears with Jack Burkhouse, which I did not know that. And he did that for many years, uh, you know, with Jack Brickhouse. Uh, probably at least 20 years he did that. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. So um, let's see. So Cup Show started. Uh, first it was on Channel 2 and WBBM. Then it moved over to... Uh, WBKB, which later on became uh, WLS later on, and he was there for much of the sixties. That I believe in nineteen sixty nine, he moved over to Channel Five, and he was there for a long time. And uh, and that aired like at midnight, you know. uh, And I remember watching it when I stayed up late, and uh, like uh, I don't know if it was on after Saturday Night Live. Maybe it was. I'm not sure what night it was on. Uh, probably. And the funny thing about when he first hosted uh, at random in the late 50s, this aired like about midnight, and it was live. And he would invite guests, and this will last like about three o'clock in the morning three o'clock or three thirty in the morning. You know, when people were wondering why is this guy still on, <laughs> and interviewing people, and that was that was kind of innovative. That was uh, interesting you know, to see like that. Of course, uh, after he went to ch- uh, Channel 7, WLS or Channel 5, I don't think he did that. I think it was just, just an hour. That was it. <laughs> okay. Uh, right now, I'm going to play a promo clip from Cup Show with her Cups in it. So sit back and enjoy. You will hear his voice, and you will talk, and this will describe his sh- uh, TV talk show. Okay. So here we go. How do you do? I'm Irv Kupson, moderator of Cup's show, dedicated to the lively art of conversation. Ours is a freewheeling, informal type of discussion show in which we invite some of the most interesting people in the world to participate. They represent all walks of life, and they engage freely in the fine old art of conversation and the give and take of controversial conversation. We put together a few samples of our shows, of our recent shows, I should say, so that you can get some idea of the breadth and the scope of our guests and the range of topics that develop in the course of their conversation. In one of our recent segments, we invited a group of authors to sit in and Hugh Hefner, the publisher of Playboy magazine, joined them. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the promo for Cup's Show. Um, let's see what I think. Uh, you know, he was married to uh Esther Solomon, her na- or nickname Essie. Uh when I heard she was a very interesting lady. <laughs> she I heard she was foul mouth, you know, and smoked like a chimney. But I heard she was a very nice lady, you know, and they they were together for many years. You know, that's lovely. You know, And they had two children. One was uh Jerry Cupson, his son, and uh Karen Cupson. Now uh about her she uh she loved Chicago to become an actress, and uh she appeared in uh, a couple movies and uh, a few TV shows and unfortunately she was murdered in uh, around thanksgiving nineteen sixty three I had no idea about this uh they um on the e channel the true Hollywood stories they did a special about her. I watched that and I was fascinated by it and uh I don't know if she was murdered, or she, uh, but they did find uh, drugs in her system, you know, and uh, we don't know. And uh, some people say she was murdered. Some people said uh, she died. You know, she committed suicide. We have no idea. And that's a, that's a shame. And I heard that uh, her parents uh, took her death very hard. You know, sometimes they were inconsolable at for a while, but they were OK. So they moved on. And uh, also Cup, if you remember, he was always at the Pump Room restaurant at the Ambassador Hotel on on the north side. (laughs) He had a, you know, he was on, I think, uh, booth number one. That was his. He would uh, do his work, you know, do research. Or I don't know if he brought his typewriter. I don't think so. Uh, He would uh, wait for guests to arrive and he would interview them. Famous guests, you know, his show consisted of not just celebrities, also political figures, mostly authors. Uh, sometimes he had one or two together, and but uh, celebrities, uh, mostly movies, television. Uh, there's one with Lauren Bacall, actress Lauren Bacall that is. Uh, that, I watched that. That was fascinating. I like that. He seemed uh, a good interviewer. You know, very relaxed. You know, he wasn't um, like in your face. <laughs> like the, he didn't do that at all, you know? And, uh, so that was it. Also, uh, he, he appeared in two movies and it was like, um, miss it and blink or blink a miss, uh, uh, appearances. One was, uh, anatomy of murder directed by Otto Preminger, And also the 1962 movie advice and consent, uh, anatomy of murder of, Mur- of a murder came out in 1959. I saw both movies. I don't remember seeing them, but uh, I got to watch them. I got to rewatch them. We'll do that. Uh, he wrote uh, two books, I believe. Uh, one was Cup's Chicago. That came out in the early 60s. I've seen this book, I never read it. And also, he wrote his uh, autobiography. It was published. It was called Cup A Man, an Era, a City. Interesting. So um let's see, so uh like I said, Irv Cupsen had worked all the way to the end, but he had a uh assistant, but he didn't do most so she mostly whatever he told her, probably dictate, and then she wrote the column, you know, until because he was very sick and very old, you know, and uh didn't want to retire. You know, he was uh he was like a steam engine, <laughs> like that. That's amazing. It really was. And, uh, you know, I'm a Chicago Tribune subscriber. But whenever I get a copy of the Sun-Times, uh, back in the day, uh, the first thing I would uh, look over was Cubs Column. I would read that, you know, and see what's going on, you know. He would also say birthdays and, uh, you know, uh what movies were playing in Chicago and uh, upcoming interviews with famous people. He mention mentioned that on his TV show. Um, let's see what else Yeah, he did that. And, uh, and I remember watching him on WBM TV channel too. He was there during the news. I don't know what time, probably at night heavy 10 o'clock uh, and he would say what's going on probably six or 10 i don't, I don't remember exactly and there he was you know and uh, he would eat off you know uh what's going on in chicago you know but they would you know like uh, the newscatchers would call him cup cup was coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to me he was a nice man he really was i, I found him fascinating you know so uh we need someone in the media like that today but you know it's changed we have social media you know so uh we get our news from facebook or twitter or any website like that okay so that's my memories of her cups in it. all right so uh before i sign off i want to tell you a couple things I was interviewed on the radio on the radio yesterday on WCPT 8:20 a.m. in Chicago with, on the "Where Are You Now" uh, show with Art and Bobby. Bobby. Uh, this is my second. This is my second time. I talked about Riverview Park on my first one, but on this show, I talk about uh, Fraser Thomas. And the guys asked me what I uh, about my memories, and I told them. The, you know, I said a few things about watching uh, Garfield Goose and Friends, also Family Classics. And then I said I will do a something special for the 60th anniversary of WGN's Family Classics, hosted by Frasier Thomas. I'm going to do a little video. It'll show some photos and some television ads. And I will do a story on my blog, blog. Also, I will do a podcast episode. I did one earlier last year, but I sort of touched it. But I will elaborate more on it. So I will do that. And uh, let's see. So that will be ready in September. That will be a lot of fun. And also, yesterday was my I was 10 months cancer-free for prostate cancer. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Okay. And, uh, so that'll be all for today. Uh, this episode will be published, uh, in the afternoon. Uh, you can find it on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, uh, about Google podcasts. I had a little glitch. Someone sent me an email says, uh, how come you don't have all the episodes? So I went, I checked on the app and I said, whoop. So I had to reload it. You know, I had to distribute it again. It took like about, 24 to 48 hours but now they have all the episodes so you can listen on that as well also on amazon music spotify also i have a youtube channel uh if you do a search on youtube banish calvin stories you will find it and i also have another podcast tv oblivion you can listen as well so help yourself (laughs) so this today was a fun episode i I liked it uh probably one i will not do one Uh, Usually I do one on Tuesday but I have uh, Something to do and I I don't think I have Time Uh, maybe I'll sneak one in This week I don't know Usually I'll do it on the weekend We'll see about that okay So this is Pico Stannis your host of Vanished Chicago and Stories Uh, Thank you again for joining me I hope you enjoyed The podcast Nervous as always always rambling (laughs) I'm an amateur And this is the real me This is what you get Okay So, bye-bye for now from me, and here is Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye, and I hope to hear from you soon. So, everyone have a great day. Thank you, everyone. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.